I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston tonight. I'm joined by the Jimmy Garoppolo. It's my Patrick Mahomes, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? I do feel like a loser after all of my picks, but what are we even doing a show? Why are you even calling me right now? You're just calling to rub things in is no. all this seems like. I don't have any salt. You don't have any wounds. We're okay here. You came in shaking a salt thing and saying, Taylor... Hey, what's going on? You really made a motion towards your lower hip area and said, how's it going this evening? Yeah, how's it feel? You said you owe me two dinners. No, you owe me a dinner and two drinks. That was the bad beginning of the year. But who remembers, right? came to the end of it. I kept kept it all year long. Thank God. That stinky spiral. I wonder if you would have kept it if things were reversed. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh 100%. So how are you feeling? Because I'm was, depressed. It was a great game. It was a very fun game. It was the best Super Bowl we could have the two best teams. First three and quarters, it was amazing. Strange. It was strange. But that's how the Chiefs have kind of played all postseason, where it's like, they like that first series, for example, it's a run, a drop, and an incompletion, and they punt. And it's like, oh, here we are. The Chiefs are doing this again. And it took them three quarters instead of a quarter and a half to get going in this game, and it eventually kind of happened. Uh, but there's a lot of, like, Things schematically that they did that I didn't really understand at all the moment. I don't think I understood anything. And I can't tell because it's like both teams, especially at the end, in in the fourth quarter, I don't want to win the game. Do you want to win the game? I don't want to win the game yet. Oh, I, I don't want like to close Kansas the door. City was different, though. I think San Francisco was like that, but, but I think Kansas I mean. City went for it. I meant like that Kansas City at least gave the ball back to San Francisco to take advantage of the moment. But then, of course, Jimmy G said, I don't want the moment. But also... Kyle Shanahan didn't put him in a great position. I s- Kyle didn't learn his lesson. How did Kyle not learn his lesson? When it's second and five and your quarterback's Jimmy G, we don't throw the ball. That's what the rule is. We run it, and then we see what we can get, and then we throw it. But when it's second and five and then you throw an incomplete pass, guess what you have to do on third and five, Matt? You got to throw it again. Yeah. Jimmy G's not good enough. Well, that second, that second five thing you were talking about was the one where that safety crashed hard, dove, and like not like pretty much volleyball spiked the ball away. And you know their offense this year, it's been all slants, it's all been posts, it's been drags, it's been you know the the play action pass where the opposite receiver runs behind the line of scrimmage is wide open the flat. And Kansas City kind of reversed in the first half to the second half where they were ready for it, even though San Francisco has been doing that all year long. I wonder how much of that, like from a defensive coordinator standpoint, if you're like, yeah, we're going to call this defense and we're going to give them this in the first half, and then we're going to change it, you know, whenever we need to, to be able to run coverages that take away the shorter middle part of the field. And it looks like they play two safeties deep and play them both in the shallow part. 
And because they didn't have any threat of all Grappler throwing the ball 20 plus yards down the field. And the one attempt he has that one to Sanders on third down where he overthrew him slightly. And then he was sacked on fourth down or whatever it was. But, you know, I, I think Grappler has just been a short thrower all season long. Everything was off play action. And like we talked about in that Vikings game, is he going to make a sudden. Is he going to make a sideline throw? He didn't need to that game, but in this game, he needed to do something like that. He didn't. Like We had, we talked about, well, is, how many throws does he need to make? Does he need to make one throw or three throws? I thought three. I thought he could make three. He didn't make one throw this game. Like, Can you think of one that he made that was like, that was big, that was a great throw? Yeah, it was the one like, before the half really ended, open, the one that was called back. Well, that was pass jo- interference. Yeah, that's what I mean. It yeah. was the one that was called back. That's the only yeah, that's great, great throw that he had. Where even going into the second half, oh, I can't remember who it was, one of the announcers. Oh, that second half catch, that's going to make them have a big start going into it. I think it was Terry. I think on the Fox crew, it was oh, one of those guys. One of those momentum sort of things. Yeah, and they were like, oh, they're going to go into it. And they're going to really use that. No, they're not. Jimmy G is just not good enough. And to your point and what you kind of even mentioned, Kansas City, in a way, they played their game. They just did what they've done all postseason, and they just came back. They scored when they needed to. They made the big plays, and their wide receiver and the weapons were just great. But the pass that Jimmy G threw that overshot Emmanuel Sanders. You believe that's a difficult throw? That's a tough throw. For me, Eli Manning makes that throw. Uh, That's one of those Eli Manning throws, though, to the point of that's how you beat Tom Brady. That's how you beat Patrick Mahomes. That's how you win a Super Bowl is being able to make those throws, and especially on third and 10. Whenever he threw that on third and 10, I sat back and going, what the hell are you doing? And then it's Emmanuel Sanders breaking out but you overshot him by five yards. Yeah. I just, I didn't, and it, the, and it I, just shows you the difference. That's all I'm saying is yeah. that Mahomes makes that throw. You may say no to that. I mean, I think it's a I, tough throw. I say Mahomes easily makes it. Well, because he's the best quarterback in football. But I, but my point is, even with a quarterback like Eli Manning, where you wouldn't consider him the best quarterback at that time in football, he still makes a big enough yeah. throw. To your original point, what are we saying about Jimmy G? How many throws does he have to make? He has to make the throw, and he didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't make the throws, and that was his throw. And also the coverage there was interesting because it's press man, and the safety's like five yards behind. Oh, yeah. And, and it looks like they're, it. they're just like, yeah, we're going to play our safeties in robber spots where we're going to crash on these posts and slants because that's all they're throwing, and that's all they've been throwing. And, uh, I mean, Sanders ran a great route. And it looked like he got he kind of him. tripped up at the end, too. I thought it was an overthrow, but, like, it seemed he like he stalled up once end, he realized yeah, so that it was over because no on the replay it showed it. Because on the on the first time I thought what you did and I told my my dad I was like, well wait that that seemed like that he stalled up there that he could have made that and on the replay it wasn't even gotcha. close. It was still just five to seven yards away from him. He wasn't gonna hit it. I just that's what I mean. It's just that small of a difference and that's what wins you the game. Plain mm-hmm. and simple for me. But I also blame Kyle Shanahan. Again, I can't go back enough to that second and five on the series before the last where it was second and five. You just got five yards from a run, and you decided to throw the ball again. What are you doing? You're up. You have the lead. Kansas City's offense is rolling. What? Waste more time. You just picked up five yards on a run. It's your bread and butter. Stop. He did it again. He did it with what he did with Atlanta against New England. He threw it when he should have ran it. Yeah, um, so don't look at the computer. Look at me. I'm the, I'm the captain right now. Look at me. 
How so? Garoppolo had thirty-one pass attempts. What does that mean? To Guess me? how many rush attempts they had. Oh no! I don't. Oh no! You're gonna break my heart. It's twenty-five. Yeah, they had twenty-two. I was, oh, I even overshot it. Yeah, oh. you overshot it. And like oh. I know that you said, well, they're gonna win. Garoppolo has to have less than twenty. I said they had to have more than twenty because they need to score more points. And I, you know, in a roundabout way. Yeah, we were both right. We were both right, but around about way you were right too in the fact that yeah, for them to win, Garoppolo has to be minimized as much as possible, and he was, and they couldn't minimize him more. The Fortnite's rushing game was interesting because in the first half, it was all reverses were their big plays. Can you explain? And this? it was because they've done it all year. I know, I know, but like, it was just like they were so infatuated with the reverse always. Instead, it's, it's Mozart didn't get the ball until nine minutes in the second quarter. What am I doing? It's a great play. I it love. Is a great I play. love Debo whenever. Was great. It's just what am I doing? Well, it was cool because the first time they ran it, they had use check in that position, and he just went up and blocked lead, and they reversed it. Because usually he'll come back around, follow it. And the second time they ran, and they put Kittle in motion. Kittle runs, uh, you know, with the direction of the of the first motion, then stops, runs back and pulls back around to lead the reverse for him. It's just great play design. I love those two plays. But yeah, then they switched around. They went to more outside zone. They really ran the ball well in the edges. Um, in the second half, though, their rushing game was good, but it was a lot more interior, it seemed like. And it seemed like Frank Clark did a much better job on the exterior. Um, as long as, probably, I guess, I don't know if Suggs was the other outside linebacker there. But it seemed like they did a much better job forcing things to the interior, forcing things to their safeties to come up and make free tackles. And I think they tackled... San Francisco very well this game because San Francisco's big plays don't come from the passing game. It comes from the run game. It comes from a slant. You have one safety deep. The safety misses the tackle and, the, and then he takes off forever. It's all yards after the catch and I think Kansas City's tackling was really great. It was able to limit those plays after contact too. No, and I, I completely agree with you. I actually think that both sides were really tackling extremely well here. With Kansas City's defense, I think Ivan went into this believing that no matter what, they weren't going to be able to stop the run it just seemed like they didn't go to the run as much as they needed to, and they truly did want to rely on Jimmy G. I It just seemed like panic mode from both sides, which is why I blame Kyle Moore. I just also, with the Andy Reid thing, who do you give more credit to here? Do you think that Andy Reid is kind of this offensive genius, or do you think that it's really Patrick Mahomes making these plays? Because I, I think Patrick Mahomes, this is why I, the hatred comes from me, I'm going to have to listen now the best next five weeks how he's the greatest quarterback of all time. That he's going to be better than Brady. That he's going to be better than everybody. Joe Montana. It's gonna like be you have to deal with Aaron Rodgers all over again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the best thing you could have ever said. So well, now I have to listen to this and I'm just tired of it. But I think it's more him than Andy. Especially when it comes to those run plays and things like that. I'm not sure if those are designed. I think it's just him making the best out of what he's given yeah and well, I, I mean, just think he's smart enough and he's ballsy enough to make those type of plays while jimmy g let me reiterate is not ballsy okay not ballsy <laughs> should have put in beat heart uh i i think it's a combination of the two though with them we're like it's it's not necessarily one's been the other i think Andy reed's obviously an offensive genius he's been to i agree what, five conference championship games I guess but six, but never six, won. Never won a Super Bowl. Once and one, oh, one and one the Super Bowl now has been comically close so many different times. Has struggled so many times with the clock and everything else, and has dealt with like you know terrible comebacks like Andrew Luck coming down you know twenty seven to seven or whatever in the third quarter and 
beating them in, I guess, 2012, whatever that was. Like, he's had so many playoff heartbreaks, but the offense has always been great. Even, I mean, he even did with Michael Vick in Philadelphia, too. Like, he's had great offenses with Alex Smith and McNabb, with Vick and Mahomes, and he's done with just about everybody. But so you think Mahomes, the defense actually, like, do you think for once his defense kind of stepped up for him? It was better in the second half. Their past defense has been great all year. Do you think it was Tyron Matthews' uh, speech, his uh, yelling on the sideline? I love I I the speech because it came immediately after he lets the guy go through at the goal line <laughs> like instead of coming up making a tackle. You I saw mean, it, though. He runs up like this, and he can stop him. He can stop the touchdown there, but he lets him go. And he's on the sideline scream like, there we go. I, I did say, though, that he deserved to talk after everything he's done this year for that for team. For sure, for sure. He deserves to be the one yelling on the sideline. However, I agree. He was yeah, the one that blew that. Like, that, was, that wasn't on anybody else. Or whenever he gave up that slant route, that was the first down completion to, uh, I believe it's to Samuel. And he's like in his face yelling at him. It's like, you just gave up a 16-yard pass. Now it's not the time exactly. for that. Exactly. But, you know, he plays how he plays. That's him. That's good old Tyron. He Sherman. won a championship. Did you enjoy the Sherman juke that Tyreek gave him? Yeah, that was beautiful. I, I'm sure everybody freaked out. And by the way, Sherman had a rough night. Yeah, he had. well, he had one good tackle, Tyreek. It just seemed like that he didn't have any help over the top. I no, don't know. they never if, have help over the top. But I thought that Sherman at least had help with no. somebody, not that he was one-on-one. He's, it he, seemed like he was more one-on-one in this cover, game than I've ever seen before. He covers before. the sideline, typically. He covers that third of the field is what he does. I didn't realize, though, that he was that... Because, again, like what I'm mentioning, it just seemed like he got beat a lot. Like, that it was always, if Sherman's on him, whoever got the ball in Kansas City, it was Sherman near him. That's yeah, all I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, they didn't really throw to Mosley style that often. But I think yeah. all, a lot of that comes to play, too, because you have a right-handed quarterback, and Mahomes is rolling right a lot. Um, hello, Mahomes can switch hands. Remember, Matt, yeah. in the next five weeks, he is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's going to throw a behind-the-back pass one day. I'm so done with this. And then I'm Madden's going to I'm already have, hating this, and, and you and I are Madden's the ones talking gonna about it. Madden's going to have a thing where you press this button, you have Mahomes, and you throw the ball behind the back. <laughs> what do you think it is? Left B, no, right B to, at once? You have to click the left thumbstick. The and then press both triggers <laughs> and then hit the pass button. See, I don't know if my fingers can do that. You have to do it like NBA Street Volume 2. So I think you can figure it out. Okay, I'll do that. In order to uh, do slip and slide, stuff like that. But no, I think all, a lot of that too for Kansas City Savage Strange was that first half, I think Andy Reid was being a coward. Everything was really short yeah. and horizontal. It was screens. It was a lot of bootlegs. It was a lot of quick passes out wide. They ran the ball a lot in the first half too. And I was really like every time they ran the ball, it's like, I guess I guess that works somehow. Whenever and he did it late in the third, I was more your reaction there. I was like, okay, okay. okay. And Damian are we, are we doing this game. still? He broke a ton of tackles. He yeah. broke more tackles than Coleman and Moser were able to. Was do that a touchdown? Run. Did the ball reach across the plane? I didn't field? think it was a touchdown. Okay, in my opinion, it was. And I'm not I mean, again. I was rooting against him, but that corner of the ball, that tip of that ball, look, I just crossed a little white line. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it was too close line, to overturn. Exactly. It, I didn't think it was a touchdown though. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, going back to that first half for them is like everything's really horizontal. It's like you don't want to play horizontal in San Francisco. They have great coverage linebackers. They're the best short uh, passing defense in football. And their linebackers are great, like I mentioned. They go from the center field to the sideline. And also their corners are always watching the quarterback too because there's zone turning. And I had no idea what they were doing with it. It seemed like Revis either were trying to figure out what they were doing or playing really scared. Um, the other thing too is all the bootlegs they were running, like – Bosa had that one really great rush on a stunt, but their pass rush wasn't 
all that great in the first half. It wasn't all that great in the second half either. It was spotty. It's like it came every now and then, yeah. but it was never consistent Armstead whatsoever. Armstead had that great rush against the tight end that he was able that he got thrown down on the Mahomes scramble from. But it really wasn't overwhelming at all. But for whatever reason, Kansas City ran so many bootlegs and kept moving the pocket. I think that they were afraid of the rush being you know all over them. It never really was. And in the second half, it seemed like for sure once they went down by ten. They outscored them 21-0 at that point, and they went hurry up, and they went more vertical, and they spread things out a lot more, and they stopped doing all those all those bootlegs, all that short stuff, all the sideline-to-sideline stuff, and they moved the ball really well after that. And Mahomes also stopped doing things like throwing the ball right to Fred Warner and throwing the ball behind Tyreek Hill and throwing the ball right at Quan Alexander. You he know? still he had did a bad, that. Well, no, no, I mean, the difference between the first half and that 21-point spurt, he was back to being Mahomes in that section of the game. I still felt like that he was throwing. That's what I mean, though, and that's why this game was so frustrating. Okay, but to comment on the first half for what you were mentioning. So with the first half, do you think that was more Andy Reid filling them out? I think so. You, you think that maybe to your point of him being the offensive genius, that it's, I'm going to fill this team or I won't show them my overall hand. And then once that second half hits, uh, bada like, bing, bada boom. Like a race, like a horse race. Where yeah, the horse exactly. Is like 75%. Yeah. And now we're around the corner and now we're going all Especially if the game is closer tied where it's kind of what both sides want. And who knows, maybe Shanahan felt like that too, except Shanahan doesn't have a good quarterback. Again, I'm not going to let this go. But whenever it comes to Andy Reid, it could have been the same thing where I'm not going to show you or we're not going to do that type like, of offense. Kind of the same thing. talk about the defense, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not going to show this coverage until we need to. Exactly. We need stops. And we're like, yeah, we're going to take away your slants and posts. And are you going to be able to hit a shot down the field? Are you going to be able to use a double move? Are you going to be able to make some throws on the sideline? And once you make San Francisco have to do that, and then it's impossible. It's just the running game was working for me. In the second half, it really wasn't bad. I'm... I must have been missing something. I really must have been where I really felt like San Francisco was still in this game. And with that second to last possession for them, it just wasn't good. And you knew that San Francisco's defense was going to be able to give it up because they were just on the field. Yeah. It, and Mahomes was just tearing him up. And to your point, Damian Williams was running. So it was a lot of mixture of everything. And San Francisco's defense was just on the field too much in the second half, it seemed. I feel like I saw much more of them than I did of Jimmy G. Yeah, Micah Sando with the Athletic had a funny, not funny tweet, but he had a really important tweet because it's like in the fourth quarter, there was nine eighteen left. They were down by ten at that point, and he's like, "This is the seventh offensive possession the Chiefs have had." And then yeah. 49ers did a great job keeping the ball away, not giving it to him. Like the game was set exactly how they wanted to be at that point. Whenever the Chiefs went on their eighth offensive drive, and they scored three touchdowns, then if you don't count the you know, end of game, throw the ball out, balance play that happened. Yeah, I don't really get that. And uh, yeah, I mean, those things were I think those things were important too. I liked uh, one of my one of my favorite things about watching the Chiefs that's kind of come up is Tyreek Hill. How fast he is, where he just runs back to the ball. <laughs> like he, Mahomes can throw the ball like seven yards short to him, and he'll just sprint back and catch it. Or whenever he catches a short pass, like you mentioned, the juke against Richard Sherman, he runs away from him to create space. Goes, you know, loses the first down. And he does it all the time where he'll run away from the first down marker, create space, and then run back and pick up four or five yards after the fact. And Kelsey tried to do the same thing, and he ended up losing a first down doing that, which is funny. <laughs> Man, I always remember this is what I've always said about Tyreek Hill and why it's not fair. It was a Monday, it was like a Monday night football game last year. 
and it was Tyreek Hill was on one side of the end zone, and Patrick Mahomes threw it to the other side of the end zone, and it was like when he was falling backwards, and Tyreek Hill ran across to the other end to catch it. Was it that Rams game? Yeah, where it shouldn't have been possible because he was on the other side, but he was too fast. It just... Tyreek Hill is a video game character, and the fact that you don't have two guys on him at all times is ridiculous. When I saw the San Francisco 49ers in that stupid-ass zone, and he's wide open they, just they, hanging they out. They played that all year, though. Matthew, they always play. I am not listening to this you know? right now. It doesn't. I know what you're saying, and I get it. Again, I and realize I, I what you're saying. I think they did play more man than they usually did, especially in the red zone they play more man. But I get which. and by the way, what did they do well, it seemed? The red zone was fine, for my opinion. The only thing they were not expecting was the run. They could have... They couldn't stop the runs. And the options. and That's what I mean. And I, it was, the it passing, was, they were great. It was surprising how bad their run defense was. It, it's because and they didn't I think, expect it. I think one of the things the Chiefs offensive line did really well was they weren't sitting on the first level at all. No. They, were, they weren't trying to get first level movement. They were just trying to maintain blocks at the first level and get their linebackers as quick as possible. And I think both their guards and their center did a good job doing that. And that was the weakest par, uh, part of their offensive line. And you kind of saw that earlier with that sack that you know, Devarney Tardif gave up. Um, I believe that was to Bosa. And I think they gave up another one as well, too. But on the interior, you know, they actually had a good job running the ball in those situations as well. But yeah, and that, that hill catch, I mean, that's him. That's him finally going vertical down the seam against cover three. And he turns Mosley around. And he's just sitting there waiting for he's it. He's waiting. And Man, he's waiting. And that's Mahomes, like, he getting hit. Well looking at, like, his watch on his arm. That was that was such a balloon He could have done an him. Odell. He, that would have been a perfect advertisement where Tyreek should be advertising oh, watches. The watch out. Where he pulls the watch out and then he catches the ball. Tyreek Hill should be the guy that actually advertises for watches. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That one was that one was hysterical. I can't believe that whenever I saw it, where he's just sitting there staring, waiting, waiting. And that was and like that's he's the a, one guy that you should be watching was, out for. That was an Albuquerque hot air balloon. Mahomes <laughs> is hit as he's thrown. It's going forever. I'm like, I you and like also it's so far off the screen. You have no idea where the ball is going. And I'm working out pretty well there too for it. I just I don't I don't know. I'm so frustrated by everything with this game. I thought Kyle Shanahan learned his lesson, and I just wanted to be the biggest hater. I wanted to be the Grinch, and now I don't have to be the Grinch because now everyone's hero one. Andy Reid deserves this, apparently, to everybody and their mother. I'm happy for him. See, this is what everyone... You see when they put his hat on, and he, it wouldn't fit on his head. It was all wet and falling off. Gross. And he was so happy when he saw his wife. Gross. He's did, been through a lot. Did you enjoy the halftime show? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good? It was good. Who's better, Shakira or J-Lo? I didn't like Shakira more. I like when she played the guitar. Was she really playing the no, guitar? No, of course not. Why? Actually, I like Why that. was she not? Are you saying she doesn't know how to play the guitar? They never play the guitar on that thing. That's true. Actually, I like Bad Bunny the most. Oh, what an God. outfit. What, an <laughs> what a performance. He looked like an insane substitute teacher. <laughs> is that a substitute teacher that you've had before? No, I'm saying he looked like an insane one. What, what school would you have gone to that I, that's your substitute teacher? I didn't have. I never had an insane substitute teacher like Halloween that. Town High. Ooh, to, what's that from? What's that from? I don't know. Some it's, Disney Channel. It's thing. from Halloween Town, and yes, it is. From I guess so. Channel. I guess so. Uh, no, it's fun. The the tongue thing was funny. 
And I was also laughing at like it's like yeah they keep shaking the their tongue butts. thing is so bad. I was it was like a very like a, a humor that my brother and I have where we're laughing like yeah they keep shaking their little butts around. So uh, I got a buddy at work, and what he bet on because this was one of the bets you could make, butt cleavage for J Lo, and it was a plus four hundred. What is he, butt cle- Is that butt crack? See, and that's what a, I said. He said it was butt crack, and I go, dude, I wouldn't make that bet. Or is it a dimple of the butt? He's, he said it was butt crack, and the thing is, that's he what won. I would consider butt cleavage. He he said that he won. That they paid out on a plus four hundred bet. <laughs> what? It has to be the dimple then. I I don't know because I thought they were wearing skin tight outfits that did not show anything like that. But I according feel so to him, saying these words. what are you talking about? <laughs> this was a bet. He also bet on the national anthem being a minute and fifty five over. I think it was under. He also bet on the coin toss. I mean, he's pretty much Adam Sandler. He's lost his mind. He's Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. Oh, gotcha. That's what he is. Yeah, I, I'm mad I didn't do the walk insane, but. We got our money back after betting on the stupid Seahawks. Oh, yeah. You were wanting to bet on the Wackies. Are yeah. you, like, upset about nah, that? No, I mean, it's my fault. It is your fault. You know why? Because you're a coward. No, nah, I mean, I just didn't think about it. Coward. No, nah, I'm not a coward. I actually put money <laughs> yeah. on it. I made the good bet, too. I didn't money line it like you said we should. I bet squares. Did you make any of your squares? No, man. I had 9-3 and three and 2-2. Two and two. Um, The 9-3 and three wasn't bad. I'll take a 9-3 and three any day. 2-2, yeah, two and so. two, though. The hell am I gonna get for a two to two? Twenty two twelve. Sounds terrible. Two to twelve. It's bad. Those are bad times. It's never um, gonna happen. So the other thing here that was well, I mean, like the main reason why I picked the Patriots. I mean, picked the Chiefs last week. <laughs> yeah, go Tom Brady. I'm just. It's always in my head. <laughs> you would expect them to be in this game. Yeah. That's actually why you're confused. Well, I was so mad. I saw some tweet that was like, uh, quarterback down ten in the fourth quarter against the best defense in football. Where did I see that from before? And it was like a gift of Tom Brady. I'm like, just go away. Oh. <laughs> just go away. That's You're so done. Amazing. The rest of America's having Nobody fun. Nobody even right asked now. for you. Yeah. What are you even doing? Go away. Um, it's like Mean Girls. You don't even go to the school. It was exactly that. That's exactly what it is. And it was also like, if you're tweeting the game, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Maybe the Texans make a run at Eric Armstead or Raheem Moser this postseason. The free agency's like, no, there's no Ooh. T- we're not talking about this. What do you this. mean? Why? Well, wait, hold on, hold it's on. Why su- are we talking no, about just, that? I'm just saying it's the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Oh. We can, but those you know, are guys all, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know what we can do? March 7th, we can talk all about that. Do you want one of them, though? I, I really like... Um, Armstead? Yeah. I, can't I was about that. to say. I like Armstead. But no, I mean, the main reason why I picked the Chiefs was because throwing the ball is better than running the ball. And it was something that I learned. Like I always was kind of against him. Like, yeah, but you don't get to you don't get to control the clock. And uh, and like there's something to be said about being able to run the ball. Run the ball is good. And I like the run game. And then after watching the Texans this year, though, like it really broke my brain. Where I'm like, stop giving the ball to Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde gets 3.7 yards of carry. Deshaun Watson gets 7.7 yards in attempt. In no universe should Carlos Hyde have 25 carries. But I mean, but that was exactly why though. I picked the you Chiefs last week. You hated that, though, with the Colts. Yeah, it, I lost my mind during it. And that's why I picked the Chiefs last week. It was just the same understanding that throwing the ball is better than running the ball. I'm going to go with the – and uh, like a, it's not an all-time great passing offense this year, but coming off an all-time great passing offense and being a really great passing offense, the best one in football. I've, I mean, I guess you can say Baltimore is slightly more efficient than them, but I'd say the Chiefs still have the best passing offense. 
And this game, though, Patrick Mahomes, 6.8 yards in attempt. The 49ers rushing attack, 6.4 yards. Or the Chiefs averaged 6.8 yards in attempt. The 49ers averaged 6.4 yards attempt on the ground. So it was a lot more even than it had been all year. Whereas last week, it was like a three point, a 2.75 yard difference between the two. And the Chiefs actually only gained a half yard more than San Francisco through the air this game. I guess that's pretty much just saying that the Niners should have won this game. They blew it. Um, everything went exactly how they wanted it to go. This was such a San Francisco game ever. If you can just imagine what it would take for them to win, it all happened. And the Chiefs just had that big spur. It was similar to what they've done in various games. I mean, they scored 28 points against the Raiders in a quarter. They did that pretty much against the best pass defense in football uh, tonight. Man, I agree with you and I disagree with you. It's like in the end, you you get the last laugh because you say that the passing definitely works more than the running, but I agree and I disagree. Because yeah, I mean, you just get more yards. I, I got Every you. time you throw the ball, you get uh, more yards when you run again, the ball. Again, again, I'm not disputing that. And uh, you had the last laugh, so my point means nothing about what I'm going to say. So if you want to tune it out, by all means, tune it out. But... San Francisco 49ers, they should have ran the ball, which is what my point was about Jimmy G throwing it, which is if they would have ran the ball, in my opinion, on that second and five, even gotten three yards, uh, four yards, even a first down, it just changes everything where that's they just went away from that and they decided to throw it, which is my problem because you say that that works, but I think my quarterback is so bad on the 49ers that the, the running game was working. To your point, on the other end with the Chiefs, because you're such a pass-heavy offense, you can catch up within a blink of an eye. Yeah, it, it's a snap of a finger. They're never going to be out of a game, and that is the benefit, which is why with the 49ers, your benefit is to control it. Whenever you decide to go away from that, to then try to copy the Chiefs, you lose. Well, and and it's like there's no like your margin of error is very slim. Exactly. I mean, whenever you play football I mean. like this, and so it's like perfect. Game everything by the has 49ers. to go perfectly, and we saw kind yes. of the same thing with Baltimore too against Tennessee, where they fall behind, they don't get their fourth down, and you're screwed. They're, the Titans have taken away the middle of the field. Lamar has to hit the sidelines. You have two interceptions, and what are you going to do? You know. And then I mean, obviously, like Ryan Tannehill throwing a 37 or 42 yard touchdown pass to Cleve Raymond. Immediately after fourth and one stop okay. is is enti- you know makes Ryan that a lot worse. Uh, comeback player of the hill. He deserves yeah. that. I he deserves comeback player of the year. I guess so. Come on, like what a turnaround! Think about it. Look what he did with Tennessee Titans. Yeah, but it's not going to last though. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. I think your we, division's great. We can talk about it. Later. I, yeah, you will talk about. It, but I think no matter what, the Texas division's great. I think it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's fun. not bad anymore. It's fun. It's been fun for like two years now. Especially because what now you got the mustache now that's going to be starting for Jacksonville. And they may actually let them throw the ball downfield. Yeah, so you guys got a lot of action coming. And the Colts may sign Phillip Rivers. Uh, you Okay, well, that's not a big deal. But that's now Colts going backwards, in my opinion. We'll, we'll talk, we'll that's talk about turnover century. Too. The other thing for this game, like the one thing I want, I want to know so let's say that Damian Williams play. Let's say he doesn't get the touchdown there. Okay. And it's fourth and inches. Oh, yeah. And you're down by seven. Uh-huh. Are you going for it? Yeah, QB sneak. Yeah, I'm going for it, too. Yeah, yeah, QB sneak. Was, no, no, no. They, they were, were down, down by, by three. three. They were down by three. You And so you yeah. tie it or you go for the... 
And Andy Reid would go, Andy for, go it. for it, especially if it's fourth and inches. Yeah. It's QB sneak it. Dude, it's the biggest cheap play on planet Earth. Just do it every single time. And they did it, and they got the two fourth down plays at the very beginning of the first half. Which is beautiful. And it was great. And the first one, or the first one worked. Second one, they still had to kick the field goal, but it doesn't it matter. Still worked. It still worked, which is still giving the team confidence. Overall, I, it's just football is so much better now that teams go for them fourth down. It, it's such a, it's a better game. Uh, and I agree, and because it, it makes it more like crazy, more of like high, like high There's stakes. There's a lot more risk, yeah. a lot more reward. I, I think though, did you see on the 49ers sideline somebody pumping up the team? No, I don't know. No, no, did you see somebody yelling? I mean, as far as with the Fox crew, did you see somebody like actually shooting that? My point to you is they show now two different people for the Kansas City Chiefs, one with Patrick Mahomes yelling at the offense, the other with Tyron Matthews yelling at the defense. So you had two guys on the Kansas City Chiefs well, both oh, yelling know, at both their guys. Like 49ers, right? Oh, it was yeah. Kyle Shanahan yelling at the referees. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what it was. I didn't see anybody yelling at the actual team. I saw everybody in stern faces just kind of nervous with their hands around their masks going, okay, 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 okay. Oh, you right. think Kyle gives off right. that energy? Right. He has that stink on him from the Super Bowl? I think Kyle was not as amped up as he should have been. I thought he would be more emphatic. I thought he would be more crazy. He was too... He was too reserved, and the only time he actually showed emotion to the point of view was to the refs during that. During that, I just, I don't know. There, it's just funny because again, you saw Tyree Matthews, you saw Patrick Mahomes pumping up each of their sides of their football. They didn't show me one forty nine er. Yeah, unless well, they were just sitting on the bench. And I mean, I think a good example of that too is if you look at the difference between the two teams in the divisional round where you have Mahomes yelling at his team on the sideline, and they're down big against Houston, and you have Lamar Jackson just sitting there on the sideline by himself. You exactly. Know, just to win. And there's, exactly. there's, you know, like it's a cliche. Loser mentality. It's not, lo- like there's a leader. Loser mentality. It's not necessarily a loser mentality. There's a leadership that needs to be there. That's what I mean. You know, and like it's it's lame and it's stupid, whatever. But it, there is a need for it at certain times. And Kansas City's, I mean, like they've come back every single time they've been behind this postseason. They've done this three times now. And each time you've seen that same sort of thing there, though, where you see that leadership on the sidelines and the screaming, whatever. But and then Mahomes is breaking out making big plays. But it's both of them. And it's also to your point where you just said about Mahomes making a big play. It's also Matthews in making a big play. But it's them being able to back it up and then being able to say, see? And that's what kind of amps up everybody. Kansas City Chiefs were pumped. 49ers seem reserved. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me looking into it, me trying to find excuses on just something else besides Jimmy. But I don't know, man. It yeah. just seemed like not, and Frank not Clark, as crazy. Frank Clark being crazy all week, too, because he loves so playing the 49ers. Yeah. After just eating them up, you know, for the previous three years. And Richard Sherman wasn't jawing. No. Instead, whenever guys were getting up, he's like, good job. Good job. Yeah. Pat him on the back the hell are you doing <laughs> i think he was, that was a different tactic he's like wow, but that's what i mean on the other guys, super bowls against new england did you see him do that yeah but he was also five years younger who cares but i think he was you like won. No, i think he knew immediately he was like wait these guys are so much faster than me i can't <laughs> be doing that but come i need more I, think jo- was, I think he was a genius i, I need more john i need him more i, no, just I mean that's more internally than the team than against your opponents that oh no no, no again 
I'm blaming this on Shanahan. Don't get me wrong with as much. I mean, I think it's, but I think it's Matt, just what that that second and five that wasn't Jimmy G's call to be in shotgun. I swear to God, it wasn't. It, but it's, I mean, it's just also like that was the problem with 49ers in this game, and that's why the Chiefs won is because of that exactly right there. You know, like because of Jimmy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I'll, and also the other thing we were talking about earlier too. Like so, Garoppolo complete attempts eight passes in the FC Championship game. Oh, I actually like this from you. That's a good Minnesota. point. He threw that interception against the Vikings. They're like, yeah, you're not doing anything anymore. They pretty much they <laughs> unplugged the controller, that. said you can watch. You're not playing anymore. And uh, and so like I kind of talked a lot about this. So the Texans last year, where they go on that big run where they win like eight games in a row against teams that can't throw the ball at all, and they're winning games. Everybody's having fun. But they're winning games 2013, that sort of thing. And I'm like, yeah, they're winning games because all these run defenses are awful. They have an all-time great run defense. They're going to beat these teams. What are they going to do when they play against the team where they actually need to score a bunch of points to compete? Uh, and then you saw in spurts, and they the Jets threw on them, the Eagles threw on them, and they had to try to flip that switch. But they spent the entire part of the season not preparing themselves for the postseason. They actually have to throw the ball downfield to create offense, be able to outscore teams because, again, their past defense is really bad. And so it seemed really similar to San Francisco, too, where it's like, so you're going to need Garoppolo to make throws. You're going to need him to do something. He's not just being able to just hit a slant play-action pass you know, and, and have 12 first downs in two games. He's going to need to do something. They're going to have to score you know, 30 points or so, probably beat Kansas City. And, uh, and so... You take 15 passes, you have two weeks off. He hasn't really played football for a month now and has to have to do anything meaningful. And now all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter and there's five and a half minutes left and they have a chance to go win a Super Bowl. And now you're asking to do it after asking not to do anything at all previously. And so I think that's important though. Like it was cute. It was cool how they won those first two games. But I do think it, it hindered him as well as a player to be you know, better prepared and be you know, ready for you know, an opportunity like that. And especially against the rush, too. Like, if there was any pressure, he had no idea what to do. Um, he had those two incompletions where he's just throwing the ball and nobody's being hit. He's missing throws to open part of the field. That scramble he had was really depressing. I thought he had, I thought he had mobility. He has no mobility. He, has he, he looks like Tom Brady. By the way, I didn't know that either until this game. I actually thought he could run like Mahomes. No, he can't run I thought all. he could. And then whenever I was, oh, no. Why is that a white guy? Yeah, that was bad. That's a white guy running. And Mahomes right? is, is that like, me? Mahomes is like Deshaun Watson now. Yeah, like he scrambles like he he had never done that at all now until he can do just it. recently. Oh, and by know? the way, he can take hits too. Yeah, just throwing his shoulder around and stuff. But going to your point, man, and uh, this is where I will say for again one of the only moments you have your laugh in this game. But you're right on this. I am so against Jimmy G on him being bad, but also I'm going to be agreeing with the whole. This is why I blame Kyle Shanahan. To your point, this is coaching. If you are going to expect Kyle Shanahan to be able to make these type of plays in these moments, you got to at least let him try these plays before. And during the other games, they didn't try these. This isn't what they were doing. They were running the ball. So for you to then go into this game to expect to be like, Jimmy, you're going to need to hit this. Jimmy's face, okay, okay. And he's probably only worked on it in practice because they don't trust him to do it in the game. But now in the biggest game, Jimmy, we're going to trust you now. Yeah. I, I, that, I mean, that passed him to Sanders. Sense. The only time I saw him do something close to that was he threw a fade to Kyle Juszczyk 
against the Seahawks in Week but, 17. Like he has, he has not thrown then, a, a throw. Then let's like go to this. Let's recently. go to this, man. Let's go to this. Is he the guy? Uh, is he a, exactly? Is he a guy? I mean, he's like what the fifteenth best quarterback. My oh my god! My father said the same thing. He goes, Taylor, you can't tell me he's not in the top sixteen. I go. He's number 16. Man. He's slightly worse than Kirk Cousins. He's like number 16 on the list. He's imagine, number 15 on the list. Imagine how good the Niners would be if Kirk Cousins was their quarterback. Is that, you know what? <laughs> Is that better? Do they win I'm the Super Bowl? I'm kind of around. No, uh, I know. Do they win the Super Bowl? I think they're kind of the same spot. I think they're actually the exact same I think team. Cousins would, could hit that throw to Sanders, though. Because Cousins has hit that throw. And he's done all year, but like they just they he didn't have to make that throw at all but all Matt, season long. I think I made the perfect point, and I hate to kind of pat myself on the back, but my perfect point to that throw is Eli Manning. Yeah, he needs to make that throw. If you you have win. to like yeah. that's the thing. If you're that, if you're the guy that just is gonna be Eli Manning, where you're just who knows if you should be in the Hall of Fame or not. Who knows if you're a good quarterback? Well, you can't but tell if, the story of the NFL without Eli Manning. You can. And that's why he deserves it from me. Um, yeah, I agree. You with have that. to hit it. Yeah. Well, and like again, like he just he's had. I don't. I haven't. Met, I've watched what ten Niners games. I know. I, I not, know. I'm not seeing make that throw. Um, the only thing close to him throwing a ball downfield was a fade to Kyle Juszczyk out of the backfield. I can't remember against, a bomb on a highlight, man. And that's the only thing like, I can think of. I can't of. remember a Hail Mary pass or anything over like 40 yards. Yeah. That's, and that's the person that's the only thing I can think of. And so I do think the Niners were the second best team in football this year. I and the Ravens had the best team. They didn't win the Super Bowl. Um, and like the problems that they had, you know, came to happen against Tennessee, especially the fourth down stops. I still can't believe Tennessee pulled that off. But they, it's an overall team. They have a better team than Kansas City. But the Chiefs just have a much better passing offense. And that's the most important thing in football is to have a really great passing offense. If you have that, you can play with anybody. You're never behind. You always have the chance to put up points quickly. Um, it's the most important thing that you can have. And they have a great pass defense along with it. And I think their defensive line had a good game too. And, uh, and their pass rush got going the second half. Chris Jones had three pass defense too, which is, you know, again, fun. Just watching him play volleyball center. One of those tips where it's just like, hey, Jimmy, he's playing, he's playing throw volleyball. it at me. I dare you. It was the dumbest saying. God, I don't think Jimmy's a guy. Put in beat heart. How, uh, how good would they be if they had a quarterback, the Niners? Okay. Give me, again, name me quarterbacks. Okay. Tyrod Taylor. I don't think they win. Okay. Um, Kirk Cousins. I don't think they win. Dak Prescott. Kirk's hard. They win. Kirk's hard for me. Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, they win. Big Ben. They win. Tom Brady. They win. Baker Car Mayfield. They lose. Carson wins. They win. Philip Rivers. They win. Uh, Jacoby. Even Jacoby Brissett. They win. Garner Minshew. Actually, Jacoby Brissett does win this game. Minshew does not. I don't think Jacoby makes that throw, though. I think Jacoby makes the throw. That's actually think, what I'm going think, with. No, he, he, he's a bad downfield thrower. That's the one thing he's really bad at. Okay, you know what? I'll put it to you this way. But Jacoby Jac has the mobility. He doesn't turn the interception. He doesn't do the interception throw. Maybe not. That's where I'm going to go with Jacoby. And he has the mobility, too. Yeah. This is fun. 
Yeah. Actually, this is really good. So I'm going to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. Just going through each thing. Uh, so Tannehill, so you make that. Tannehill makes it. Yeah. So going into next season, or like this summer, what do you think are going to be the dominating storylines all offseason? Aside from, is Patrick Mahomes a god? How great is our god Patrick Mahomes? Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. It's Dallas Cowboys. It's all about McCarthy. You don't understand. Jerry wins the offseason once again. All they talked about leading up to the Super Bowl was Mike McCarthy hire. That's all they talked about. Jerry wins in the end. I hope everybody realizes this. I'm sorry, Texas well, they're, fans. And they're going to tag Dak, probably. He deserves it. Which is the right move. What do you do with Amari? I wouldn't keep him. I wouldn't keep him. Oh, you're good half the time. Yeah. The hell off. And you're always hurt. And you're petulant. And you have a first and you're round. Kind of weird. So why wouldn't you draft a first rounder? And it's a. It's supposed to be like an all time great wide receiver draft. Yeah. There's supposed to be like five great receivers available. Yeah. I. And also like what we saw from San Francisco too, like having a great wide receiver is the most important thing. Matt, again, name me a team where they have the greatest wide receiver. I mean, Kansas City's the only team. Yeah. But, like, but they're not Baltimore doesn't. That's not what they Tennessee kind of had with AJ Brown. Uh, Houston does, but like these teams with like top, you know, number one wide receivers aren't necessarily the best teams all this year. No, and they never really. Green Bay had Devontae Adams, but he got shut down for first half last week. Yeah, but if you take away Devontae, then Aaron has nothing. Yeah, Aaron's a poser. Well, he's a he's a running back thrower against again the Niners are great. Dude, his last name might as well be Carter because he is no better than Nick, and he's old too. Yeah, yeah, he's thirty five. Yeah, gross. Yeah, I think that's going to be the big thing, too. And I think also the quarterbacks from the big thing this offseason because there's going to be a lot of mobility. And we'll have to record a show maybe this week as early as that for a quarterback carousel show. You know what? Let's do this, though. Out of the entire, like, whole realm, who do you think is the biggest surprise out of the entire NFL season? This year? Yeah. Who do you think is the biggest one? Who, like, kind of surprised you the most? Was it San Francisco? I didn't pick San. I mean, I thought San Francisco was being better. I had to go back and check if I picked the over or not. I don't think I picked them to go. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, but I was just like, I thought the schedule was hard. I would say they're probably my biggest surprise, which is why I bring yeah, the I mean, question up. I just, I don't know who else would have surprised me. I know I didn't was really heavy on Baltimore, but I also said that the playoff thing surprised me, which, sorry, I'm on that bandwagon where I say, Lamar, prove it to me in the playoffs. Otherwise, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had to be San Francisco. Per- yeah. Also, Jackson really surprised me. I thought Jackson was be good this year. But I didn't foresee Jalen Ramsey want to be traded. That's what I mean, yeah. I didn't foresee A.J. Boye getting hurt. I didn't foresee Andrew Norrell being terrible. I didn't foresee Cam Robinson being hurt. I didn't foresee Nick, Nick, Foles. Col- Nick Foles getting hurt, let alone. And the mustache. Now, yeah, the mustache, but also them not letting the mustache throw the ball downfield. And like kind of like curtailing them on purpose so they could play Foles again. Um, I thought their power run game would be a lot better too. And I thought they would have a great passing defense, and it wasn't all. So I didn't see a, a lot of the weird things happen in Jacksonville. I was wrong about that. But yeah, I would say San Francisco and Jacksonville were the two biggest surprises for me. It's so weird to say. I'm just like, again, that's why I brought up the question just because San Francisco 49ers. Bravo in the end. I think either way, as much as everyone's going to be giving the 49ers a hard time, especially Kyle Shanahan. He is a new genius in the league. I think, like, I think, I think he, he has been for a while now. And I think he is a thousand times better than McVay. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. And I mean, I, even, I think Shanahan was great last year. They just had so many injuries. Uh, exactly. And they had so many that's turnovers. What, and that's why and I again, think that 49ers they had are going to keep going turnovers with la- They had two interceptions last year. Two. All really? last season. That, yeah, we talked about in the preseason. Hold on, hold on. Two. I'm just saying, now, after watching the Super Bowl and the entire season, what? They had, yeah, they had two interceptions Good. last year. You know how many interceptions they had in their first game? Three. <laughs> Two pick sixes of Jameis Winston that game. Oh, I Three. don't remember that. But Jameis Winston is the best quarterback in the league, right? He almost beat him that week. Come on! You he even almost just beat defended. Him. You even just defended this. He almost beat I him that see week. this is your problem. Yeah, obviously, he's not the best oh quarterback in the league. Oh, my God. Obviously, he isn't. I can't believe but you. He almost what beat, is your problem? He almost beat the 49ers in week one. I hate you One of those so picks much. is off a screen pass. This too. is ridiculous. What am I even listening to? I'm just telling you the facts right now. <laughs> Problem, but uh, but yeah, like that was a big oh, thing, and then also, on. where does he go next year? I think they're gonna keep him. Okay, they're gonna tag him. Okay, All right, where you I going? mean, if, let's say they don't, and it's like that's what I'm saying. What, are we, what would you want? Uh, Ooh, does Jameis Winston, if he's on the 49ers, win this game? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, that's what I want. That's a good one. Yeah, of course, 100. Okay. All right, Josh <laughs> Allen wins this game. I hate Josh Allen. But he wins this game. Yeah. He wins this game for sure. James Winston does not. CJ Beathard maybe win this game. So I said, dude, the moment I saw in the first half, I, I was like, what about, what about Nick Mullen? Does he win this game? Yeah, of Nick course. Mullins, I mean, Nick, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Dude, he wins this game he wins this for game. sure. <laughs> and he's prettier. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, and also the other thing, too, is like they have really great pass rush, and they're probably going to lose Armstead. They will definitely. Uh, they're gonna need Solomon head. Thomas to be good next year. He wasn't. He was like he had some juice occasionally, but he's in particular good. It was a it was a great game. Armstead's though. gonna be paid. So the the last thing I'm gonna ask you tonight, I saw something on Twitter. It was kind of funny. It was uh, whenever your Super Bowl party starts to die down, ask them how old do you think Pitbull is. So Taylor, how old do you think Pitbull is? In all honesty, fifty two. No, he's 39. Oh, my God. I thought he'd be like 44 or something. I, I was like, maybe I'm overshooting it, but I never thought he was younger than 47. But he's also a vampire. You've never seen him during the day. So he's probably actually like 1,027 years Is old. Is he really just 39? Yeah. I just looked it up to ask you. It's not much o- Man, I really have a problem. It's not much older than me. Like, I'm not like, that's, I'm a little bit weirded out. He's really not. Yeah, he's born in 81. You know, actually, Garoppolo averaged more yards in attempt than Patrick Mahomes this game. 7.1. I'm not surprised, though. Compared to 6.8. I'm, I'm really not, but that's kind of, Matt, that's the problem. You that's know, just showing. You know, yards per carry Debo Samuel had? Yards per carry for Debo, it has to be at least 12. 17.7. Yeah. Three for 51 off those reverses. They only tried it three times in the first half. They didn't do it once in the second. Yeah, they got 51 yards. It's going to be a fun game to go back and watch Oh, the, my God. Watch the coach's video on What is this? I don't... Kyle didn't know. He didn't know. I. He panics. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where I think it's the hat. Uh, it can't be the hat. He needs a new hat. What do you mean? The trucker hat? That thing sucks. It's a Von Dutch Ashton Kutcher trucker hat. Wait. From ni- from like 2002. But Ashton Kutcher is great. Yeah, but Shanahan needs to get a new hat. <laughs> I think it's atrocious. Send him a new hat. Be like, dude, it's your hat. Yeah. 
Wait, did he wear that hat in Atlanta? He's worn no, he's worn that hat as he's been the head coach of San Francisco this year. Okay, well he, he didn't wear right. a hat in Atlanta, I don't think. Because they were indoors. Oh he yeah. wearing a hat. Oh, I don't know. I wear a hat all the time. Damn. You see, John, also, I didn't understand them not going for them in the first half and then trying to go for it to, great, to Kittle out of nowhere. I understand that. And John Lynch was up in the booth screaming for a timeout. And they also, John Lynch came down early, too. And there's some, it's like the Arthur, it was like the you Arthur Blank stop thing. Stop it. That's Remember what I was going to say. Remember that in the Patriots game? You're it's Blank never, down there. You're never allowed to go down there. It, and then John Lynch did the same thing, too. But, I mean, obviously, everybody goes down there in case whatever happens. They just put the camera on that person specifically. You're never allowed to go down. Just stay up there. Who gives a damn? I will stay up there in the box until my team wins. I am not leaving my seat. This is my seat until I win. Yeah. Because then you look like an asshole. And it's the, I mean, it's the TV camera's fault. Because everybody's down there. I mean, the Chiefs owner was down there. But you're going to remember that. Um, so the 49ers no, a 21-10 lead. Eh, it's not that big of a deal. Not the same ring to it? Eh, it's not the same ring to it. <laughs> I still can't believe that that Falcons game. Yeah, yeah. That's I can't believe how close. much money I, I could have won off of it. I think I won that game. I would have won like $700. Oh, that was the game I won 100 bucks on because I bet on the Patriots and it was 28-3 and everybody was laughing at me. And I just said, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. And then when Tom came back, everybody was so angry with me. No matter what, I did not win that day. But I won a hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, see, I bet I didn't win any friends. I bet the Falcons in the Super Bowl in November that year. You did. And I doubled down on it. You did. And I had no money at that time. You didn't have money, so you didn't (laughs) bet on it, really. But no, I did. Well, wait, but not like you didn't like. No, I doubled down and went all in on it. And I didn't have very much money at the time, too. And I was, like, so excited. Oh, what what was your payout going to be? I was going to make, like, I don't know, like $800 or something. Oh, my God. That's not a lot. That was a lot for me at the time. Dude, I got a guy that bet on Demi Lovato's dress, and he thought it was going to be black. Yeah, yeah, but that's we were in different points of our life than (laughs) me at that time and you and your friend at that time, but... Wait, uh, why not? Are you not going to bet on... Wait, did you bet on Demi Lovato's dress tonight? No, it's been the Chiefs, dude. I am upset I didn't bet on the Watkins thing, but it's whatever. Should have bet you know on... Great, you know Watkins may not play next year? Really? Yeah. Like, we win this year. If we win this thing, I might not play next year. And it's funny, too. He had two great games all year. Week one against Jacksonville and the Super Bowl yeah, against Super Bowl. the San Francisco 49ers. I almost forgot there. But yeah, he, nice bookend season for Sammy. Good for him. And if you win the Super Bowl, I mean, what else do you have, really? Dude, you should have bet out some butt cleavage is what you should have done. Yeah, butt dimples. But I guess he learned that. Butt dipples. I can't believe that. And butt crack is all butt cleavage. <laughs> butt cleavage. I Man, I remember to that Watkins thing. I remember I drafted him in fantasy like in the second round once before. Oh, I kept my God. Always, Here we go about kept, the fantasy no, no, talk I kept, again. I kept always having him on my team. And then week one happens like, I've finally been rewarded by Watkins. He's going to do it this year. No. He had one good game. Yeah, I remember that you started the next week. I was so excited. I was like, I think I got it. No. No. It was one game. I didn't even start on that game either, but good for him, though. It's okay. Good for the Chiefs. Who cares about fantasy? Fantasy's stupid. This is all they have in Kansas City. Nobody likes fantasy. Good for for the Chiefs. Yeah, good for the Chiefs. 50 years. Yeah, good for them. Good for Andy. No, no. Come on. Okay, whatever. You know what, Andy? Great. Happy. I mean, whatever. Then, then I'll no- give you a text later on. We'll text each other. Well, and like it seems like now too, like the annoying thing is gonna be, well, yeah, Mahomes is gonna be doing this for the next seventeen years or whatever. 
But people say the same thing about Rodgers, you know? Like, these things aren't – like, that's, that's what makes football – Whenever you brought up that Patriots comparison, I laugh because you're exactly uh, right. That's what makes the Patriots so remarkable that they keep doing it, and every other team has, like, a, like a two- or three-year window, and that's it. And, like, that – it happens, and it never happens again. But, obviously, if you have a great quarterback, you're able to elongate it. You have other teams around them at that point in time. Uh, but, like, the 49ers are different. They're like, yeah, they're going to be here a bunch going forward. Shanahan's great. They have a great team or whatever. I disagree. I don't think this is going to be something where they're going to be great forever because, again, they don't have the quarterback. I think they're going to be a lot like the Rams were this past but year. But that's what year. I mean, though, is that with Shanahan, I feel like, okay, I'll put it to you this way. Let's go with this comparison. Do you think that the 49ers or the Chiefs are going to have a better shot of sustaining this type of – Chiefs. I disagree. 100%. I think it's 49ers, and it's because it's this easy. I, would, I wish I could pick the 49ers to miss the playoffs right now. What? Teams who make the Super Bowl, who lose the Super Bowl, are usually bad the next year. Usually miss the playoffs next year. And, uh, and I, think what? Lot, I think a lot of stuff they did this year isn't going to work next year. I don't know about that, because then that's like saying that the Ravens aren't going to work next year. They're going to have to get better throwing the ball down the sideline. Ooh, so you're saying they're not going to work next year? No, I think they will, but they're going to have to get better at that. Matthew Weston they can't just do the same said thing all over the again. Baltimore Ravens are going to suck. No, I didn't say that. I just I don't that. think the Niners make the playoffs next year, though. Okay. I disagree yeah. with you entirely. Entirely. You know why? Because Beathard's going to be the starter. You would have said if I said that about the Rams last year. No, because I don't like. The, I didn't like the Rams at all last year. Yeah, I never liked the Rams because you and I both. That's the one thing you and I both agreed on is that Jared Goff is terrible, completely overpaid, can only do whatever it is Daddy so tells weird him they to extended do. Him. That was. Bad. I think that's like. I think it's a that lo- was really bad. I think it's a locker room thing though. They have to have that hierarchy with money in the NFL, where it's like, yeah, he's is he our a quarterback. locker room guy. No, I mean, but like, whenever they, it comes to like leadership, I think money goes goes. Is he a leader? Nobody looks up to Jared Goff. No, but you know what I mean. There's a hierarchy in any situation. They say surfer boy, and get away a, from me. And there's a hierarchy in the football locker room. I think it has to do with how much money you make. Take so your part, sandals it's like, and What's get the difference out. between $3 million and if you're making 17 or 12 It's a lot, obviously, by money. But like in reality, what you can do with it, maybe not so much. But I do think in like you, being the most paid player on the team gives you a certain level of voice. That you wouldn't have otherwise, you know. I guess maybe but it's because I'll never have that much of. money, so I'll never realize that. I, I I think we need to do a GoFundMe page for our million viewers with us because we need some more advertisers. We need to like advertise like the bigger companies. They yeah. need to understand where we're coming like Exxon from. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil, you know, just Valero. You know, Amazon, Shell, Johnson Johnson, Apple. Let's get the big timers. Oh, we get some Corona. We get some Apple, That's some Corona beer. Yeah, let's get some Marvel, Disney. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll send an email. God, can you sir, get please stop together? emailing me. <laughs> it's a manifesto. Sir, please get out. The FBI is at my door. It's You're fine. making a lot of great points, but there's some stuff in here we just can't have. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it was fun. This is a great Super Bowl, like last year's Super Bowl. I'm excited to watch this game again tomorrow, whenever the coach's film comes out for it. I'm excited to write about it. I'm gonna be depressed. I'm gonna pay off a lot of bets here. Yeah, and then we'll do the NFL season awards, the Texan season awards, the Texan season preview or review, the Texan season review, and then free agency. Wait, who are we doing? Who's that? Who? And we're gonna do it all. Wait, who? Yeah. Texan. 
So Texan. It really doesn't seem like Texicana? the season. It doesn't seem like the NFL season really ends until after like the middle of March, or I guess until after the draft. After the draft, I was gonna say it's after like the it's, draft, and then after the draft, it's like five months of nothing, which is nice. Uh, yeah, no, I disagree because yeah, you watch it. baseball. I don't. I listen to baseball. Yeah, you still listen to something. I'm nothing. And then I and I write poetry. I'm gonna have to like <laughs> learn how to like read. Yeah, I maybe some watch books. some more anime. No. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I do. Good. Woo! Well. You watch hentai. That's our show for tonight. <laughs> Don't be talking about that. My tentacle hentai. Your tentacle hentai. My tentacle butt cleavage hentai. Dude, butt cleavage is a real bet. Yeah. I can't believe he won. He sent me the text and he said, F you. Good for him. I hate him. So that's that's the Super Bowl live, laugh, love Super Bowl. That's how I remember it. And I only eat, pray, and love. Well, it's Live, Laugh, Love this year. I eat, pray. But, yeah. So, we'll be back on later this week to the season reward. Awards, not rewards. Awards. And it's never going to end. We'll get a but reward. until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Bob Red Radio. And if you're being on Snack Taylor. I thought that was pretty good. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.